Hello sports fans, this is Chris from the West Coast Sports Junkies inviting you to join us as we talk sports. West Coast style. Get a local British Columbian perspective on the world of sports and beyond. Don't forget to subscribe to our show on podcasting platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at West Coast Sport 9. Reach out to us by email at West Coast Sports Junkies at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at West underscore Coast underscore Sports underscore Junkies. If you have any suggestions, questions, or just want to get into it with us, Ty, Mike, and myself are always here to interact. Our slogan always is sit back, crack a beer, and enjoy. Join us weekly for new episodes let's get into it ladies and gentlemen welcome to episode 58 episode 5 8 of the west coast sports junkies episode 58 it's uh oilers night again here tonight yes it is Ooh, uh, oilers are playing jerseys on uh looks like it's gonna be a gonna be an interesting uh, interesting series here. Oilers up 3-1. Just want to point that out. Uh, Ty lost a bunch of shot bets last game. Just want to point that out as well. But uh, episode 58, we got lots to get into. We're going to get into the what are the NHL playoffs. Uh, and we have a couple other things to talk about, which I will not mention. But before we get any further, um, we're going to go around the room here. Uh, we are recording. Uh, we got me and Burnaby. We've got Ty in New West. We've got uh, uh, <laughs> Mike. Yeah, well, no, I'm looking at you and I'm kind of like, well, uh, Buzz Lightyear. Um, <laughs> you got a haircut, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Talk to us, Mike. Come on. What's up, buddy? We got Buzz Lightyear in South Surrey and we got Dan. Again, we don't know where he's at. How delayed are you, Govic? By the way, I'm. I it's on the side of my screen, so I don't see it. Yes, Calgary just scored. Oh, um, I was trying. I was thought you would see all my excitement here, but you okay. weren't paying attention. And you should um, mention that word. And uh, yeah, something that seldom happens. Calgary just scored, and let's see how they scored. They scored. Oh yeah, that was a pretty nice goal. Not bad. Okay. Well, you know what? Um, Game six is going to be good. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. Good one. Um, Hockey night in Canada. And we got uh, Dean Andes, Mr. Ferns over there. Where are you at tonight, Dan? I'm in New West. It's raining here. <laughs> oh, cool. Very cool. Ty didn't uh, bring any sun back from wherever he just went on another getaway. Yeah, Ty was uh, out wine tasting in Kelowna, we saw. We tried to record last a uh, couple days ago, but uh, couldn't happen. Didn't happen. Um had a couple couple of uh, hiccups there. The Oilers game was on, so or sorry, the Oiler Calgary game was on. But uh, anyways, let's uh, let's see what we got for beers tonight. So I'll start with uh, with myself. I got the uh, you know the the my go to the two word green uh, served at my wedding all night long. It was a good good beer. Um, got that. I'm gonna crack it right now. And then we have an impressive one. Oh yeah, uh, from uh, Buzz Lightyear. Well, what uh, what do you got going on tonight, there, Mikey boy? Tonight I got uh, my Father's Day gift from a couple of years ago. This big giant beer mug filled with uh, Fieldhouse Lager. It's a celebratory drink. It's a big night tonight. It's the night before the BBI, and I'm going to be the champion. So I got my my hair did for my championship photos that I'm going to be taking this weekend. 
Very good. Um, so uh, I uh, actually have a uh, thing. I have to be uh, downtown at the convention center on Saturday, so I won't be able to make it on Saturday. But do you guys mind if I come down Saturday night? Sure. Come on down, buddy. All right. I'll be there. I'll be there. We'll have some festivities going on. All right. Uh, D Ferns, what do we got? Uh, what do we got on that? I, I don't have a fancy glass. I don't have a fancy beer. I have a good old-fashioned Budweiser. The uh, the house special here. King of Vice. beers. Yeah, the king of beers. <laughs> king of beers. Mm. All right. Good. Ty, what do, what, what do you got going on tonight, buddy? I was really craving um, a Crown and Coke tonight. Like you mentioned, I was just up in Kelowna. Did a bunch of wine tasting. Uh, I was drinking wine and beer all week. I did not have one crown and Coke. So I got home today and uh, poured myself one and it is delicious. Cheers, boys. Salute. Cheers. Cheers. Cheerio. Man, this, uh, this beer is good. Mm. Mike, how many ounces is that beer that you have there? I don't know, but it holds three, three cans. So it's at uh, 355 times three. It's a lot. <laughs> we'll call it a it's thousand. A lot. That's a, mic, that's a mic beer right there. That's perfect for you. You don't have to get up as often getting your we'll call this mug and make cans of beer. You guys want to, I got four of these actually. If it was a mig, if it was a mig, it'd be like this big. A no? mig night. De- can you imagine how long it would take Dan to drink a beer out of there? <laughs> you know what? I should maybe bring one down to Birch Bay <laughs> and he can have one for the whole weekend. For, for Friday, he can have it Sunday afternoon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, for uh sleeping arrangements, just so I'm I'm just curious. Um for the BBI. Uh no worry, you're s- sharing a bed with Mike. No, with Mike. I'm on my cot. Well, what do I got? <laughs> a cot. Okay, that's good. I'm good with that. Boom. <laughs> All right. Um going a little deeper into what we were talking about. So I got, obviously I got the Oilers jersey on. Uh, they're my team for the for the well them and the Rangers are my team for the um, for our local hockey pool here. Um, wow, talk about a game the other night when we were supposed to record. What happened there? It was three uh, nothing for the Oilers. The Flames tied it up. The Oilers ended up coming back and scoring a couple more goals. They got McDavid McDavided again. I heard some funny today or yesterday actually on, on one of the other uh, sports podcasts that I listened to, um, you know, when Zara do- or when um, uh, Anderson sh- took that shot on Smith that went in from, it's like that shot was taken from Lethbridge, man. And he scored on him. It was crazy. It was nuts. What a goal. That was like the cliche killer. What happened? What'd you guys think about that game? I thought it was great. Yeah, I didn't like the result. I was really happy when Calgary came back and uh, tied it up with that goal that you speak of. But um, yeah, no, I'm I'm super shocked of how this series has gone so far, honestly. I thought it would be close, but it really hasn't been. After game one, that wild high-scoring high game, um, Edmonton has just looked good. And uh, well, I don't know if it's so much Edmonton or just McDavid, like you said. They've been getting McDavid. I've heard a bunch of analysts keep talking about the the absence of Tanev. Do you think that has anything to do with it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. it does. But yeah. he played he it played does. last game and played hurt though. They're saying, yeah, oh, he, he didn't, he didn't look hundred percent. But yeah, who's not dry saddles hurt too? Hmm. No, not everybody's at hundred percent right now. It's folks. Playoffs, everyone's hurt, right? Everyone's banged up a bit. 
But uh, yeah, you can't, uh, I mean, you look at McDavid and you think that, uh, you know, he's the best player in the world. How can he be any better? And he ups his game even more. It's absolutely, you know, it's uh, unbelievable to watch. And uh, it's like the only other player I've ever seen like that was Pavel Burry. Every time you get the puck, you're like, you're in tune. You never know what he's going to do, you know? Yeah, he's really, yeah. Um, yeah. No, sorry. Go ahead, Ty. It's really surprising to a Daryl Sutter coach team. Normally they're really defensive, obviously sound defensively. Uh, they've just been getting taken to school. Literally. It's been, it's been really lopsided and uh, I'm surprised, man. I don't know. And I'd say too, what about Markstrom, man? He's let in, I don't know what, 18 goals or something like that. I don't know. What number is, but it's ridiculous. Terrible. Yeah. Oh. Like he looks obviously, like, you know, he looks like old Vancouver Markstrom. Back is it all that back to his old antics. No, no, he was he was a lot better than this here. Yeah, but when the I game mean, mattered, he would not or or he he'd would be usually injured. be good for like letting in a soft goal early on and then he'd get it together. But man, this this series, he's just been getting shelled. He cannot and this series all been the McDavid show, man. You know, he's been oh, facing, I don't, oh. he's been pulling his team, you know, holding him on their back, and they've just been sort of He's elevated everyone else's game on Edmonton, I think. Have you the heard man. of Evander Kane? Yeah, but he's he only got all he, going all he does is McDavid. He's got to skate and catch up to McDavid, which is like, impressive. I will give him that. Well, uh, sh- and, sh- uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Should we should we um, compare Kane to Anson Carter with the uh, Sedins? Yes. Yeah. And you can 100%. talk about. Kadri the same way, right? Over there in uh, Colorado, same type of player. He needs that like McKinnon to up his yeah. up his level. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I would agree. Speaking of those two players, okay, this got me thinking. They're both UFAs, and they haven't. They're both having fantastic playoff series. Kadri and uh, Kane. Would you want to see, or which one would you want to see in Vancouver, if any? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, Kadri, <clears throat> probably Kadri. Even after what Kadri did to Daniel Sedin, do you not forget that the hit to the head? Uh, yeah, but I mean, I think Vancouver fans would remember so that ago. not want his ass here. Actually, I wouldn't want either one of them. But of the two, I would say Kadri. I mean, he's a way more well-rounded player, in my opinion. You know what? And Kane, uh, and Kane is not a good guy in the locker room, apparently, from everything we've heard. You know what I would say? Hmm. Resign Miller, and then you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> so. Um, how about that series, that Colorado series? Have you guys been following that one? Yeah. Speaking of Cadre and like the whole hoopla that happened there with uh, Binnington, and then uh, the death threats and the racial comments on social media. Yeah, that's that ridiculous. Stuff. I yeah. just want to point one thing out before we move on. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yesterday, I recall this very clearly. Um, the Avalanche are up three nothing. We're we're all sitting there. We're watching. We're all at home watching the game. You say Colorado's going to win the cup, and then boom, they fucking tied it up. St. Louis and St. Louis won. <laughs> you know what happened? I was at my parents' house and I left the room. They're up three one. I left the room, went outside, looking at my garden I have there, and uh, I come back in. It's a tie game. I couldn't believe it. What the hell happened? Now well, was that spoke. Mike? And it was, was four four. It was like what the hell? Or was that Dan? Oh, it could have been either. Yeah, I think it was more. Either. Could have been was, both of us. The double whammy. It was more Mike. I know. I know. I'm really happy that Mike's cheering for Calgary. Like that makes me really feel like that gives me a security blanket. Like, yeah, they're up one nothing Calgary right now in game. That's ah, fine. We'll see what happens. Mike, keep cheering. 
You know why I'm cheering for Calgary, right? No. Because it was my Bodog best bet. <clears throat> Calgary in seven. Oh, you know that my Bodog best alive. bet. My Bodog best bet was that uh, Smith would have a bounce back game and the Oilers would beat Calgary and another win for the Govan. So, a boom. Yeah, no, nice pick. No, but okay, but moving on from the Oilers series, Oilers Flames series, the Battle of Alberta, which is like the, oh, by the way, getting like ratings in the states like never before for two Canadian teams, like crazy. Yeah, because the it, scores are like fucking football scores, fifteen to yeah, nine no shit. and shit. <laughs> well, because it's it's you got McDavid, you got probably you know the best player on on the planet right now playing in the series. Obviously, that's one reason. And um, they just, they like that, uh, that kind of, you know, all-time hockey. But moving away from, from this series. Hold on uh, real quick. If it goes seven, when would that be? What day? Uh, so if they, if the Flames win tonight, then they play again on Saturday. And then if oh, it goes Monday. game seven, then Monday. Yeah. So no, like two day break or anything? Not like Tuesday? Mm, maybe. Well, you never know. That they might would be a game to go to. If if that happens, we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but uh, but yeah, sorry, game we'll seven, it's uh, probably not going to happen. I'll take a rig to Alberta. You guys hopping in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I sleep while you drive? Sure, buddy. Okay. Mm. You've developed a real bad snore lately. You know, I don't know. <laughs> a snore and a moan, apparently. Yeah. So. The snore moan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, moving on to the next series. Um. Or to one series that I did want to talk about was obviously the Tampa, Tampa, Florida series. What happened to Florida? What happened to them? Dan, what happened to your team, your Tampa Bay Lightning? What happened is they they walked into the champs. I mean, right now the Lightning are firing on all zoners. Uh, they had an intense series with Toronto. Game went to Game Seven. They had to come back most of the series. They go to Florida. Florida again probably cruised. I went, didn't they make the playoffs in like February? I mean, they cruised all the you know second half of the season. I mean, they didn't really have a big uh, test. Washington had a couple of good games in the first round. Then you get you're going up against the Chaps, and I mean, the goalie Bobrovsky. He's always been a flop when it comes to playoffs. Uh, the team, again, they looked like they were going to be a good team. It looked like they were going to go deep in the playoffs. But at the end of the day, they are going up against the champs and nothing was going good for them. That's well, it's exactly the uh, President's Trophy curse, I think is what happened. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, really, there wasn't um, much to talk about in that series. It was, a, no. it was They just manhandled them. Yeah. And what do you guys think of, we kind of touched, we talked about last time a little bit about uh, Toronto. What do you guys think of Toronto now? Taking Tampa to seven and having them against the ropes, uh, I think twice. It's looking like that was now or should have been the Eastern final. Yeah. You know, the way, the way it's going. Um, I can see Tampa beating obviously uh, Carolina or the Rangers, whoever gets through in that series. I wouldn't say like easily, but I could see in five or six and we could be talking about Tampa in the cup final here in a, in a week, week and a half. so I have a theory on the Rangers and if the Rangers do end up pulling this off, so they're down three to two, right? Next game, elimination game, they go in two in a row. Um, like they did against Pittsburgh, right? Like they did against Pittsburgh. Yeah. So <clears throat> if the Rangers do pull this off, I don't think 
We've seen the best of Shesterkin yet. And this is a heart trophy candidate, by the way. Dude, he played in last game. He made about 50 saves to get them that win. Sure. He's already looked like himself in this series. Nah, but he hasn't stolen a series. And typically goalies like that steal a series. Remember Luongo stole a series for us? Yeah, but earlier on in the playoffs, not usually like a first round kind of thing. Carolina's a... Luongo did not steal the first round for the Canucks that year. When they went to the finals, okay. Oh no, no, he didn't they were steal many. I'll tell you that no. they did in that uh, first round Dallas series. He set the record at the time. What he was that taking Triple a shit OT game? No, oh, no, not that game. What game was that? Saves. We were in Vegas for it, Mike. I don't even remember years and years ago. First round playoff game. Yeah. That. Anyways, um, yeah, I know what you're saying. I, I could, I could see that, but uh, Carolina is there for a reason, man. They've been in, I think, the last two Eastern Finals, haven't they? At least one of the last two for sure. Anyone want to fact check that? Oh, you can. Since I'll take your team. word for it, bro. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think they might have got swept by Tampa, though, in the last Eastern <laughs> yeah. final. But the crazy so, thing about back to that Florida series is they um, they played them in the first round last year, and I think it went six games or something. Like, they looked a lot better. So you figure the experience, uh, they were a high-scoring team. They, they couldn't score. That was the main thing it came down to in that Tampa series. Vasilevsky's on another level. Right. I agree with that. All right. Well, why don't we move on? <clears throat> Let's move on to the Colorado series because, yeah, Colorado's great, juggernaut, blah, blah, blah. I'm not sold on them. I'm not sold on them that they could lose a 3 nothing lead and, I, I don't know, and lose the game. I'm not sold I agree. on them. I agree. We talked about it a little bit before the playoffs started. Their, uh, their goaltending was their, their weakness, right? They Kemper, have everything but their like, but their goaltending. Um, and it showed last night with that three nothing lead blowing that. But um <laughs> yeah, I don't know. For some reason I'm not interested in that series. Maybe it's because Colorado just rolled through the first round and it wasn't exciting or fun to watch. Maybe that's why, but I'm just not totally into that. Actually the best game was the one I watched last night when St. Louis came back. I don't know. What do you guys think about that series and Colorado in general? Well, like I was saying uh, yesterday uh, to Mike, uh, or even all you guys in the group, that Bennington injury was has been the turning point of the series. Bennington, 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 Bennington. Yeah, Benning is used to be the GM here. <laughs> He's still having nightmares. It's stuck in his head. <laughs> you know, that's I think the it's been point. an exciting that's the turning point of the series. Like he yeah. got hurt that game that he got hurt. Like they were winning. They would have won that game. Then you have the backup. I mean, he he sold game four. Don't get me wrong. And I mean, he was in for, you know, the other game where they won in overtime, but so, okay, but then you have the next game, game four, and everyone's eyes are on, on how Kadri's going to respond from, from the death threats that he's had, the racial things all over social media. And he comes out and he scores a hat trick. Like he's bit and, and unlike uh, St. Louis's character being like a veteran team and everything, like he had Perron charging him and all this stuff going on. And he still was able to overcome that like adversity get a hat trick and uh, basically win the game. When I saw that, I watched that game. I thought, well, this is, I thought it was a really, you know, exciting game. And um, I thought there's no way Colorado was getting stopped. Then last night's game, I watched McKinnon play and I'm like, this guy's on McDavid's level. Did you see the end to end goal he got? Yeah. That was oh, yeah. 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 McKinnon I mean, I, is pretty good. Uh, just an FYI, if you're watching the game, just um, have a look at the, the front row. Anyways, go on. I think I said what I needed to say. 
okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it's an exciting series. I mean, if you haven't been paying attention, pay attention to it because there's a lot going on. There's a, there's a lot of uh, uh, hate now. It's kind of it's almost like the Battle of Alberta, like with this uh, you know Cadre and everything going. You know, um, <laughs> tie. It's, uh, let's, let's, talk, let's talk about this cadre thing quickly here you know i think that's a load of bullshit unfortunately for the guy he's screwed up one too many times in previous years getting suspended dirty hits he's known as a dirty player that play was not a dirty play he was that's going was in hard guys, he yeah. got pushed into the goalie by their own player and you know it sucks it happened and i think he's just getting blamed from his previous uh history of um being a dirty player getting suspended lots of yeah but that particular play was not a you know penalty it was not a a dirty play he was going in hard and good on him for you know not letting all this uh outside noise affect his game he knows he's on a very very thin piece of ice like if he were to do anything he'd be suspended for the rest of the playoffs well you know what with him so yeah i I mean of course, it's him that knocks Bennington out of the series. Benning- no, I'm saying it. <laughs> Bennington. Of course, it's him that knocks Bennington out of the series, right? Like, it's got to be him. Just like how it's Lucic that, you know, charges Smith and stuff like that. It's just, it's they, they play on the edge. Things happen. Even when it's, <clears throat> when it's dirty or when it's clean, these things happen, right? Yes, Bennington, had he stayed in the series, totally different series, I think. that's This is why I have that... I, I have that feeling about Colorado that they're not 100% um, unbeatable. I think that they are beatable. And, you know, going into the conference final, which I expect Colorado, if St. Louis pulls it off, wow. I'm going to say, wow. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen, just like how I don't think Calgary is going to pull it off. You know, win three in a row. But, you know, if if they do face up, if the matchup does end up happening between the Oilers and the avalanche um it's not smooth sailing for the avalanche i'll tell you that because if they get mcdavid it again um it, like that that's a real possibility right like the avalanche aren't as bulletproof as a, as like a tampa or a pittsburgh used to be or the red wings used to be like they're not quite there yet they're missing a goalie really i think anyways and you guys can prove me wrong if you want but kid darcy kemper like i don't know that that's you know, elite. I think we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but man, you know, you got me fired up. Now I would love to see a McDavid McKinnon McKinnon series. series, Oh my goodness. Right. I'll be recording every single game. That'd be uh, unbelievable. But um, yeah, I mean, what the hell are we talking about? The St. Louis series, right? No, we're right. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Rutherford, right. The Canucks president there. Last week he had a press conference going on about we need we need you know to be able to break out we need some speed we need some skill we need some sandpaper. Caudry is that sandpaper that we need. I think he's a he's one of those tough players and he's a good player, but he's he gets under the skin of your opponents, kind of like a Marshawn and those guys. You know, I like the guy. I'd love to see him in a Vancouver uniform. That's yeah. what I said when you asked me the question. Yeah, no, but I I don't see I don't think Vancouver fans like if if they remember. The whole hit on uh, on Daniel Sedin uh, about five years ago. Well, okay. Well, okay. What were the racial racial comments to him? I didn't actually see the. I, I, I you heard didn't see were. them, no. buddy. You know how like um, 
Twitter and all that stuff will like just uh, a whole bunch of Instagram people DMs for like and... political things. Like I know yeah. a bunch of people that go off on like political rants and they get banned and timed out or whatever. Why aren't they doing this for people like throwing up racial slurs and like disgusting posts? They, and they will. They do after that. Shit. Yeah, but what but were the what, they all have? They all have fake accounts. They're like, they're what classes. were the racials like? What he's what he's Arab? What, I'm not what's, gonna say. What yeah, a whole bunch of stuff like that. Let's go look that. it up. You can you can see what he said. It's it's not worth mentioning on here, but yeah, it's no it's no brutal. racial slurs. No racial slurs are mentioning on anything because you're just giving the people that uh, exposure that they want, and I think it's bullshit. But yeah, but he, his bounce back game to that was unreal. Like fuck yeah, score you, a hat trick. Exactly. Shut them yeah. the fuck up, those idiots. Yeah. There's nothing like, to do during with that it. game, too. Did you watch that game? Like I said, when like Perron like charged them and they were like smoking him after the whistle, targeting yeah. his head and stuff. Like they wanted Kondry's head on a platter, man. After of course, that. though. Yeah. That happens. Yeah, like, but he's with, when Lucic ran into Mike, same thing. I was getting the feeling back when Bertuzzi and uh, Moore happened. Oh, man. Fuck. Like, they wanted that guy, man. He yeah. was like public enemy number one over there in in St. Louis, and let's not St. hey Louis too to boot. Sorry, let's never bring up the Bertuzzi Moore incident on this show, okay? What? I can't because Bertuzzi crying, and I, I just can't do it. I can't live through that again. <laughs> I don't want to. We don't have to talk about Bertuzzi crying. I'm just saying that was the feeling I was getting. You know, when that game happened, everyone wanted to go after. Everyone wanted more, right? Yeah. Everyone wanted Kadri. Uh, yeah. Well, you want the, you know, you want the hot blonde, but you don't like go and. Oh, that's a terrible analogy. I want to see so... where you're going with this. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you want, you know, you want the pretty woman. You don't go and force yourself into her life. You gotta, you know, make sure that it happens naturally, right? Bertuzzi tried to force himself into Moore's life, and uh, he did. He ruined his career. In today's world, all you gotta do now is swipe right. That's it. Okay, so yeah, swipe right on the woman that you like, and uh, hopefully she swipes right back. <laughs> so, which is a problem for uh, for this group. Uh, at least the only guy that I know that's uh, on uh, Tinder in this group. Ty. <laughs> <laughs> a joke. Got me. Yeah, that was good. Um, <clears throat> okay. What series did we not talk about, and what do you think is the reason why we didn't talk about it? Well, you're asking some difficult questions tonight, Chris. Oh, that would be Rangers. (laughs) Rangers (laughs) and Carolina. We touched on it a little bit. Oh, maybe that's why. I thought we talked about it a little bit. We did talk. Before the show. Sorry, we touched on it a little bit. We haven't talked about it. Now, um, again, I'm not sold on Carolina. Okay, Rod the Bod, coach there. Um, he's, uh, like today that, you know, that called back goal was a big, big deal in the game. Otherwise I would have thought New York would have won. So New York does have to win two in a row to, to secure the series. Um, I think a matchup between either Carolina or New York, um, against Tampa, I don't know how much of a difference that's going to make against Tampa. No idea, but I think that. We did talk about it, Shosturkin, a little bit. I think that he could <clears throat> he could be the difference. <clears throat> Otherwise, I think if Carolina makes it, I think Tampa sweeps him, not sweeps him, but takes him out of the out of the uh, finals, anyways. Then I think Tampa loses. This is all speculation, obviously. I think Tampa loses in the final, 
because uh, they're just going to be too tired. They've been playing the three, Oilers? three finals in a row. Uh, whoever. Oilers. Colorado. I don't know. I think if Tampa gets to the final. They just swept uh, Florida. They get a nice long break, kicking the feet up, waiting to see, watching uh, everyone beat up on each other here. So I don't know, man. I think I if know. Tampa gets to the finals, it's going to be a problem because they have with uh, yeah, like Ty players. said, with any team in the playoffs, the one thing you do not really want is a long break when you're hot, and the one team that is going to benefit from the break is the Lightning because Govic, like you just said, they've been playing a lot of hockey. They've been playing almost an entire season in just playoffs. Think about that. They're going to the conference final for a third year in a row, potentially Stanley Cup. That's a, almost a whole season just in um, in just playoff games. So this is the one team that you do not want to have a break. You know, a lot of their players are, again, older. There have been injuries. And if you look at Rangers, Carolina, whoever the hell comes out, doesn't really matter. There's, it's going to go to game seven if the Rangers come out. So that means they played two game seven rounds against tough teams. If anyone's going to be limping in, uh, you know, exhausted and tired, it's going to be the Rangers if they get through. So I'm putting, I think, you know, sorry, Mike, I'm going to just say, you know, Tampa, it is their uh, round to lose in the Eastern final. They have all the stars lined up. They had the tough series against Toronto. They blew away Florida. Now they got their rest. I think they're going to smoke whoever they played, whether it's uh, Carolina or Rangers, and they're going to the cup. And it's three P, uh, <clears throat> baby. You know that's my lock. That's you know my what? Team I I can't see it being a three P. Like I I just can't I can't stomach that. Like what are we the NBA now? Like a well, three. That's what I was gonna say. That when was the last time there was a three P. You gotta go back to the Gretzky Edmonton era, the, the, from a time that a uh, team won three Stanley Cups in a row, right? Or am I wrong? I don't even know. Yeah, probably. I know the Islanders they won five in like, a row there. They didn't win the five Islanders in a row. Do it <clears> the Islanders. So, so the Islanders, I think they did three in a row, and then the Oilers lost to the Islanders in the final, and then the next year the 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 Oilers won the cup. I know that. So they had to lose before they could win. They won five. They won five, but <clears throat> five in almost in a row, was it not? I thought it was five in a row. No, it's not in a row. Gretzky won four in a row. Those five. No, no, I don't think so. Well, for sure, three were in a row. Well, you know what? Team. Take a look at the pictures that we took when we were at the stadium at the banners, and you'll figure it out. <laughs> okay, later. But anyways, it'd be it's <laughs> if they do win three in a row, we're talking dynasty here, okay, boys? Yeah, we are going to go down as one of the all-time greats ever. They're going to be compared to the so Gretzky, I was. Uh, I looked Gretzky it up here. Oilers. Sorry to cut you off, Mike. I looked it up. Last team was Islanders, eighty to eighty-three. That yeah. won three in a row. Before really? That, the, before that, the Canadians. Before that, in the 60s, the Leafs. Jesus. Wow. So you're telling me Edmonton didn't win three in a row? Mm-mm. Correct. They, they would lose, and then they'd come back and win another one. They the Islanders <coughs> were the last team to do it. That must have been the last time the Leafs won a cup in the 60s when they three-peated. I think so. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> That's like 40 years ago. That's crazy. That summer, he was on a fishing trip. You know that song? Yeah. <laughs> He just gets you to like sing or intro and outro. The last goal he ever scarred. <laughs> Won the Leafs the cup. Do you and... guys know who the Islanders beat to get their three-peat? Yeah, the Vancouver Oilers. Canucks. Vancouver Canucks swept them. 
For the yeah. three-peat, I thought it was the Oilers. In 82. Sweeping the Vancouver Canucks in the 82 Cup Final. For their oh, third? Sorry, you're right. No, oh, it's the Oilers. Yeah. Come on, fuck you. Come on, man. I know they beat the Canucks, but... So the Canucks and Oilers. And I, they I would like the Canucks to have win another. Normally the Canucks are... 1962. <laughs> are you still singing here? The year he there, was man. discovered. Trust Do you listen him. back to this? <clears throat> no. Um, you okay. hear what we listen to when you drive us around Edmonton. <laughs> 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 so another thing, Evander Kane. Okay. If he scores like what is it, like three, four more goals, he's like broken the record. Four more. That's you don't even need to fact check it. I was just actually looking at it. Four more goals. Yeah. 15 he, is the record in the playoffs. Most goals, Crosby, Ovechkin, and Evander Kane has 12 right now. That's insane. And ever more than like Gretzky and Lemieux. I might have to check that part. Yeah, check it. Because it's some sort of crazy stat. It's some sort of crazy stat. I think, no, I think what you stat. read is it would be the most since, I think, Ovechkin and Crosby. Did. But I could be wrong. No, I Crosby think, won but, the con Smythe with 19 points. But don't you feel like like Gretzky think about that. or Lemieux would have more than 15 goals in a playoff run back in the day? Well, like David's Gretz- already got 23 points. I know. And this is second round. I know. And He's and Crosby like won the con spite with 90 fucking points, man. That's crazy. Wow. McDavid, did you see what McDavid's uh, goals uh, goals per game average rating is? In so, the playoffs? In the playoffs, yeah. So so the, he's third all time, okay, with this playoff. Number one was Gretzky in 83. Number two was Gretzky in 86. Number three is McDavid here. And I think number four is Lemieux in like 87. Can you believe that? Who he's with? He's with Gretzky and Lemieux. McDavid's unreal. Because of this fucking nine, six, like Mike said, football scores. It doesn't matter, man. The eighties, the eighties, they used to score fucking seven goals a night. Easy. Yeah, I know. But what did he do in the uh, King series? Those were like low scoring. One, two, one, one, nothing games. Three, two he games. still scored every night. He, what did he do in the last two games? No, of that just, yeah, one, one, nothing or something, right? Two he put, the... he put all of Northern Alberta on his back. Never mind, just uh, the team. Okay. You're way too excited about your, uh, your team here. We're going to have to stop joking about repping your city and, and it's going to be serious here. I might get a tattoo. I could see that. Did you already <laughs> get the Stanley Cup champion tattoo on your, uh, <laughs> On your arm? <laughs> I have zero tattoos, but I'm <clears throat> with this playoff run. <clears throat> I mean, playoff run. They're still not even out of the second round, man. It's been an amazing first and second round, man. Amazing first. <laughs> They'll be out of the second round tonight. Okay. Bulldog, better than we have a lock of the week. Okay. You get some good odds right now. They're down two nothing, and it's uh, Calgary's a minus 330 to win this game. They're not down two nothing. They're down one nothing. Is it one nothing? Yeah. Thank you. I was gonna say, am I behind again? Yeah, am I too? I, I just, like... I, I also just saw a highlight. Then <laughs> <laughs> they get me sometimes. They get me sometimes. Mm. <laughs> Remember Trav in Vegas? Oh yeah. <laughs> I think we got him to do a shot after that too. <laughs> yeah. What he thought somebody scored and it was he a would, replay. We're all sitting in the playbook, right? <laughs> we're watching this game. I think we had like a shot bet going on or something. And they, Canucks and Red Wings. Yeah, and yeah. they uh, they showed a highlight from the in the during the intermission of the Detroit scoring. And he's like, yeah, 
<laughs> Everyone's like, what the hell? <laughs> These like old guys behind us that were just having a beer were super like, hey dude, it's fucking replay, man. It's a replay, man. <laughs> so I think funny. we made them buy around after that embarrassing moment. That's so excellent. should we talk a little bit of CFL CBA talk, boys? No, we shouldn't. Um they declined the CBA and we'll see what happens uh when they renegotiate. The CFL is still around? Shut up, Ty. It's not gonna be if they can't come to an agreement here pretty yeah. quick. I thought it folded and then went with the XFL or something. They got their first game first week of June. Like we're uh, two weeks away from that. Yeah, it's not happening. And they don't. I, I would love to go. They don't have a deal. They got to make a deal. They, they got to make a deal this week. Strike a deal here. So making a deal this week. Hmm. All right. Any other topics you want to talk about? I'm just way too involved in the playoff. <clears throat> Excuse me. In the. Um, NHL right now. Uh, uh Celtics. Yeah. Celtics. Who are you talking team? to? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to Gova? Or are you talking to we gotta Dan? talk about the PGA championship? That's man. what I want to talk about. Unreal. All right, do it, Ty. Govic. PGA championship. You came in last with Justin bet, Thomas pulled you fucking Govic. You bet for me. I didn't even pick that that guy. No, I said I don't like favorite. his name. I'm like, I don't like that guy's name. It didn't he fucking really drive player in the world. But yeah, uh, Dan actually won our shot bet with Cameron Smith at even par. Congrats, Dan. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, Mike, did you see the, the final round there? I don't know if you saw me in the group. I was chirping about how this Mito Pereira guy was ruining it. And like all day, I was hoping he would melt down. And he was struggling. He was grinding out there. Sunk a bunch of par putts throughout the round, like long par putts to stay you know, in the lead. And then uh, he gets to 18, and I don't know what kind of drive that was. Uh, if you guys haven't seen the replay, he did like a – it was like he got struck by lightning, like in this follow-through, and he f- hooked it into the water. It looked like something we would do uh, oh, damn, in a pressure damn, pack damn, situation. <laughs> I yeah, fixed so some just- things, Mike. I fixed some things. You just so Justin Thomas – quietly uh went about his round he was he was playing really solid um he had a couple birdies coming down the stretch he just missed a birdie on uh was it 18 to post minus six which actually would have won the tournament but uh he ended up posting a five under and that uh let this Mito Pereira guy who pretty much led all weekend I had never heard of him before this tournament had you Mike nope all he had to do is par the 18th hole just Get out a freaking iron, put it in the fairway, and just try and get up and down for par. Like, just do something. And yeah, he pulls out driver. Like I said, does this weird ass swing. Um, ends up bogeying the hole, and no, double bogeying the hole, and he doesn't even yeah, qualify for the playoff. the playoff. So, yeah. It, and the funny thing is, like, like I said, I was rooting for him all day because I wanted JT to get in there. I wanted to, some drama, excitement because it was a really boring round. And then that happens. And I felt so bad for the guy. I felt like an asshole. Yeah, I didn't feel bad for him because <laughs> I like to watch some exciting, exciting golf. And this tournament, I felt was kind of boring, you know, throughout the week. 100%. After round one, you had Rory McIlroy at the top of the leaderboard. So that's exciting to see. We had Tiger not doing so well, although he makes the cut, then he withdraws. But even though he made the cut, he had no chance of winning it. He was nowhere near, um, yep. you know, the leader. He wasn't playing well enough to, to, to do so. Um, the storylines that were coming out was all about like John Daly and stuff like that, smoking cigarettes and in the cart or whatever. 
Um, so you could tell right away it was kind of a boring tournament. And then finally on the Sunday, it's the Sunday, the back nine is when it sort of kicked on. And when uh, Justin Thomas, you know, one of the biggest come from behind victories ever, that's yeah. a Chris Govic style. And uh, he, uh, <laughs> he, uh, what? <laughs> the come from behind. What come from behind? What does that have to do with Justin me? Justin Thomas, never mind. It's, uh, he, um, yeah, it was silent. And then to have him and Zalatoris at the top, two big names, and to go into the playoff, I thought it was it was great. And the chorus, I was, that's another thing that I was interested in, in, in watching and see how it played. Of course, that I would like, probably not you, Ty, because it was kind of wide open, but uh, the wind, they were talking about the wind all weekend and how that favors the Justin Thomas's game. Yeah. Yeah, totally, man. Um, I was, yeah, and in the playoff for JT, um, he birdied the first two holes. And then uh, what I also liked about this course is the 17th hole is uh, drivable par four. So you have tons of options there. Um, JT in the playoff hit an incredible like three wood yeah. uh, to about what, 25 feet or something, chance for eagle. Um, but yeah, to be honest, I was not a huge fan of the course. Looking at it on TV, I was like, eh, there wasn't enough water. Yeah. Um, I did really like the finishing holes and I did like the three hole playoff aggregate. So it's not yeah. just sudden death. And 17 and 18 were my favorite holes actually of the, the golf course. So yeah, it made it for some tougher though than you would think being that wide open and stuff, like only a minus Absolutely. five to win it. They were saying it played a lot more like a US Open almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, the greens firmed up and the wind came up and it was it was carnage out there, man. Like Tiger in that third carnage. round before he withdrew, I think he was I think he had to birdie 18 to uh break 80 to shoot a 79. Why did he withdraw? Uh, it, I didn't hear exactly why. I'm pretty sure he knew he was, you know, so far out of it. He, he just, just wants trying to, win to it. He didn't want to no, just trying to kind of protect his body. Like he was super sore out there. That all I thought it was an easier course to walk, like when I saw it at first, but that still was a grind, yeah, uh, for someone yeah. like him. And did you hear what John Daly said? Speaking of that, I heard you talking about him. Yeah, if he had a he, cart, he'd win, or he'd be in, yeah, the, he'd be he'd in, in the playoff, uh, on the leader or whatever. Whatever. yeah, yeah. Cause he got a cart for it, right? Yeah. That's now, why mess. does he get a cart? No one else does. I don't know. I remember him fighting over that for years. Um, certain events won't, but somehow the PGA of America eventually allowed him to yeah. get that. So I think Tiger should petition for that, but knowing Tiger, he wouldn't like that competitive advantage. You know, he's yeah. like, I don't want to win. I wouldn't feel like a winner if I did that kind of thing. Yeah. So. And I remember like the news of the day was like John Daly smoked 16 cigarettes on the course today and crushes <laughs> 15 diet Cokes or whatever the hell it was. And it's like, okay, well, obviously this is a snooze fest, but definitely, definitely yeah. made up for it on uh, you know, Sunday afternoon for sure. So they didn't yeah, ban they- smoking. He could still smoke like John Daly could still smoke anywhere. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. You can still smoke on golf courses. I remember when the LPGA was was here at the Vancouver Golf Club and caddies were walking around smoking cigarettes. Who's that? Who's the guy on the Champions Tour? Cabrera or something? He walks around with uh, cigars, cigars all the time. Yeah, cigars. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. But yeah, no, you're right, Mike. Uh, the Sunday afternoon playoff and and JT's charge and Pereira's collapse saved the uh, PGA Championship, in my opinion. Yeah. <clears throat> You know what my favorite two holes are? 
the vaginal (laughs) (laughs) exactly what I was thinking (laughs) and I also like to come from behind yeah I like to come from behind yeah I like to use my I like to use my seven wood (laughs) I was going to say three wood but then that would make me look small They've slain the dragon! The brilliant best of Luka Modric is just too good for Scotland! Mario Mandzukic pounced and England are hurt! Touchdown Seahawks! All right, it's that time again, folks, for our Bodog Best Bets. For those of you that don't know, if you go to www.westcoastsportsjunkies.ca, scroll down to the bottom, and you'll see a Bodog icon. If you click on that icon and you are not a part of Bodog, once you click on that icon, when you do sign up through our link, you will get up to $400 uh, matched for your first buy-in. So pretty good deal for betting money. Uh, it's basically, you can thank us, the four of us for a hundred dollars each equals $400. So make sure you take advantage of that. If you're interested, uh, Boda best bets of the week. And we are going to start with, Ooh, I'm looking, everybody's looking like they're researching frantically here to uh, see what their best bets would be. We'll start with uh, Buzz Lightyear. What do you got for your best bet of the week? I'm still looking right now. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> my my Bodog best. I don't have the odds in front of me here, but uh, go over to Dan. Well, um, I don't have the odds either, but I do have the team. And I believe that tomorrow, Friday, May 27th, the Colorado Avalanche are going to lock themselves into the Western Conference Final Beat the Blues, lock of the week, Colorado. All right, Ty, what do you got? I see uh, you're cheering over there frantically because, um, you know, the team and the city that uh, does not like you because you're from Vancouver and a Seahawks fan, uh, you're cheering for them. So go ahead. What, what They scored 2 nothing. So what's your best bet of the week? They were really friendly in Calgary, actually, Govic. So, well, that's an Alberta thing, but behind your back, they're laughing at you. Talking about, (laughs) anyways, my uh, best bet of the week is going to be the Carolina Hurricanes closing out the series on the road uh, Saturday night at Madison Square Garden. And, you know, some would say that's not a lock of the week because Carolina has not won a game on the road yet these playoffs. They've only won all their games at home. Pretty crazy stat, actually. But they're finally going to get their first playoff away win this Saturday night. Um, The odds are not posted because that game just finished. But New York will be favored, in my opinion, because of that stat I just told you. So uh, it should be some decent odds on Carolina getting the victory Saturday night. 
Okay, so my lock of the week, since we're on that topic and, and ties against my lock of the week, my lock of the week is that New York will win that game. Carolina cannot win on the road. And <laughs> what I actually think is going to happen is that New York's going to win at home at Madison Square. And then they're going to go into Hurricane Arena for game seven and win there as well. We'll see what happens. But for lock of the week, we got the Rangers winning at Madison Square Garden against the Carolina Hurricane. Lock of the week. And Ty, we could do a shot bet on this because, <clears throat> um, you know, let's just do it. We're betting against each other. May as well get the fans so, in, into it. Sounds good, buddy. Okay, my Buzz Lightyear, you still researching or what? Okay, I got my pick. I'm actually hold gonna on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was gonna say we should make a guess, all of us, because this guy goes off the board a little bit here. Sure, go ahead. Is it gonna be cycling this week? <laughs> no. Um, swimming, ball, rowing. No, but I, you uh, could bet on. Oh, that, he's gonna bet on himself <laughs> to win the BBI. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna have live odds going too. That's when we get down the so door. Can't wait to make them because he had to find himself on Bodog. Hey, I've yet to lose. I've always won the house. I make the odds and a I plus take twenty five thousand. That's true. Okay, sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Okay, I'm going with my buddy Dan here on this game. I think that Colorado is gonna win tomorrow night, and they're gonna take this series. But his odds that he wants that he took is minus 170. So heavily, heavily favored Colorado team. I'm going to take Colorado tomorrow night to win. I'm going to go with the spread of one and a half. So, so minus one and a half. So they're going to have to score two goals to, or more than two goals spread to, to win this bet. And it pays a one, a plus 140. So I like to make a little bit of money. You know, that's what I'm going with. Lock it in. They're going to get an empty netter. End of the game. Boom. Money Mike. That's right. On the mic. All right. No money Mike on the mic. Uh, we'll see what happens there. I, I don't like that. I still think that Colorado is showing weakness. And I think that St. Louis, you know, who won the cup recently, uh, will smell that blood. So yeah, we but, didn't ask you. Really. Well, I'm telling <laughs> you don't need to ask. I'm just going to tell you my opinion. <laughs> You already had your vote on best bet, man. Yeah. I did. And it's against you, Ty. All right. Well, that's episode 58. Great episode. Lots of sports. Lots of talk. Lots of opinions. And lots of me being right. So enjoy it while you can, folks. <laughs> um, episode 58. Thanks for tuning in. Again, this is West Coast Sports Junkies. Episode 58, Junkies signing off. Till the next episode. Goodbye. Goodbye.